From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. I'm telling you, man, I could use a vacation from the vacation that I took this past week. Yeah, kids. Sorry, hell yes, Mr. Robert. Thank you very much. It's me, Mike. This is Mike Davidson lives. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with me for the next half hour or so. Glad you can download this and uh, keep me somewhat occupied. Get to vacation woes here in just a few seconds. Uh, a quick RIP to the late, great Suzanne Summers, who passed away this weekend, 76. She died uh, Sunday. Her 77th birthday would have been Monday. And uh, she passed away uh, surrounded by friends, loved ones, and all that. Uh, I, I guess she uh, had a reoccurrence of cancer. She had uh, successfully battled breast cancer back in the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, 76 is not a bad uh, a bad run. But, uh, again, cancer, just it, it just absolutely sucks. Of course, we all know her from her exercise videos, uh, being the, the mom on Step by Step. Uh, was it? She's the Sheriff. That was another show, but her big role was Chrissy on Three's Company. And uh, just a reminder, um, women, you know, get yourselves checked for breast cancer. Guys, get yourselves checked for prostate cancer. You know, be on the lookout for anything suspicious. Don't don't treat it lightly. Get it checked out. And, of course, uh, RIP to the late, great Susan Summers. Okay, so the vacation. Been talking about it, hyping it up last couple podcasts. Uh, you know, girls are on fall break. And so me, the wife, them, and the boy, we all went down to Newport, Kentucky, just across the river from Cincinnati to visit the aquarium. There was a big mermaid thing that they had there. You got, the girls are obsessed with mermaids, so they dressed up as mermaids. They went down, got pictures taken, uh, got to see uh, one of the mermaids swim in the aquarium, uh, complete with scuba diver and scuba tank. Uh, yeah, there's only so much of the illusion you could really sell uh, before it becomes a liability, I guess. Uh, but they enjoyed it. But the big asterisk is, but. Um, and we thought this was just going to be a nice little thing. You know, we, we go down to the Cincinnati area, check it out, then stay uh, overnight in a hotel uh, in southern Indiana, then make our way back up to Fort Wayne. But along the way, we just ran into... Well, you know, kid kid problems, attitudes. Uh, Lana has no concept of money and would get upset if we couldn't, uh, you know, get her everything she wanted on the trip. Uh, you know, Logan uh, threw a fit here and there, tried to take his pants off in the aquarium. Hazel was all right, but, like, when they, you get to the hotel, like, at 4 or 5 in the afternoon in a small town in Indiana... And there's not a lot to do in this small town. And you're stuck in this hotel room with, you know, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, a two-year-old. And they're, you know, yelling, screaming, shouting, laughing too loud, stomping around, pouring marshmallows all over the hotel room floor. Oh, man. I mean, uh, the post-mortem on this, you know, because my wife brought up a point. You know, when we went out to Illinois this past summer, it was a pretty good vacation. The kids were well-behaved. But we had her friends there to help out with us. Uh, uh, both Rebecca and Jason, great hosts. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, here, you know, we, we go down by ourselves. And then afterward, we're in a hotel by ourselves with these kids, expecting them to wind down like we would after going sightseeing. You know, back when we were dating before kids. It just doesn't happen. 
So, you know, my wife is of the opinion that next time we go someplace, you know, we need help. You know, we we visit somebody we know. Which, okay, fine. Uh, I am of the opinion, uh, looking back, that, you know, it took us like three, three and a half hours to get down to Kentucky. Um, If if we leave the site that we go to mid-afternoon, just drive back. Drive back to Fort Wayne, New New Haven and all that. She doesn't share that. Um that same outlook as I, uh, but you know what, if, if it means sleeping in my own bed at the end of the day, as opposed to being in a strange hotel room with nowhere to go and being overrun by my children, I am going to take the former. Um, by the way, I, my wife came up with an idea and I really have to formulate this in my head, but, uh, raiding bathrooms, like, do <laughs> I kind of thought about this too. Uh, bathroom that I visited on the way back uh, from that delightful vacation. You know, you you you're in various areas and you you talk about how bad or good the bathrooms are. Like what what places have the best bathrooms or worst bathrooms? And it's something I'm kind of spitballing. Uh, I might talk more about that next podcast, but. Uh, it was weird she brought that up like hours after I was thinking about this really bad bathroom uh, I was in in Greenfield. Uh, but more on that later. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of stink, Colts suck. Uh, they got uh, beat by the Jags again in Jacksonville bad. Like really bad. Was it the final scores 37-20, something like that? Um, Gardner Minshew, not not good quarterback material. I'm sorry. He's just destined to be a backup. And with uh, Anthony Richardson out for four weeks at least, possibly the entire season if he gets the surgery, it's going to be a long season. Um, and I, there's just no salvaging it. I mean, what, what do you do? Well, you're at three and three. You got your your rookie quarterback out. Uh, your backup isn't all that great at moving the ball. And the third stringer, not great at moving the football. You just kind of have to, you know, grin, bear it, hope the Colts can, you know, get some decent offensive draft picks coming up in April. Quarterback gets healthy, and you, you do try again next season. That's all you can really do. Uh, but some fans are having some unrealistic uh, expectations. I, I saw somebody saying, you know, maybe we should trade for Kurt, uh, yeah, Kurt Cousins up in uh, Minnesota. It's like, no, let's, let's not beat that drum. Uh, uh, by the way, speaking of getting beat like a drum, uh, the Colorado Buffalo, the, you know, Coach Prime's team, they, they've been kind of a mixed bag. I mean, they're already more successful than they were last season. I mean, they had one win last season. Now they have four victories. Uh, they would have had five victories if they remembered that uh, football comprises of four total quarters, uh, two complete halves. Uh, they were up 29 nothing halftime Friday night against uh, the Stanford Cardinal, which is not a great football team this year at all. Um, that said, 29 nothing. They lose in double overtime 46 to 43. You're up that is, yeah, it's kind of like when the Colts were up 33-0 last year against Minnesota, and they lost uh, under the delightful coaching of Jeff Saturday. Yeah, Coach Prime's team was up 29-0 to a team that only had one win on the season, 
and they lose in double overtime. Pretty effing terrible. Uh, I mean, if they win two more games, Colorado, they will to go bowling, and I'm sure somebody would love to see Coach Prime's team in, in a bowl game because he himself is marketable. But this is kind of a lesson. Uh, hopefully he's learning lessons here um, because it just seems like really bad management on his part for, for a uh, loss like that to happen. And plus, a lot of the losses that this team has had are spectacular in nature. In fact, they almost lost to Colorado State not too long ago. That was a game they almost let get away from them. Taylor Swift, by the way, uh, she's a world beater, and she's making the world work. Uh, her new Eras movie, which is basically her tour in um, one film, uh, was number one over the weekend, uh, decidedly number one. And uh, I think shattered records for concert films. Uh, and, the, you know, the movie theaters have been a little more lax. And, and they, they kind of have to be lax with Taylor Swift here because they're pushing back a lot of features due to the fact that uh, the, the actor strike is still going on and Hollywood doesn't have a lot to really push out right now. So, okay, you take some concert footage of Taylor Swift put it on some screens and you're going to make some money. And of course the production cost for something that's already being made pretty low. But uh, they said, yeah, you can take pictures and selfies during the show. You can, you know, sing along and dance in the aisles to Taylor Swift in, you know, this concert film. And I get it's a concert film, but this is basically the, the the movie theater behavior that would keep me away from seeing uh, any movie like this. That and the fact that I'm just not into Taylor Swift. Sorry. Uh, you can crucify me on Facebook for not being into Taylor Swift. But her tour has made like $4 billion with a B damn dollars. And you keep seeing these pieces about how Taylor Swift is, uh, you know, doing all she can to save the economy or something. Like every time she goes to a town, uh, you know, the tourism downtown economies boom. Because she's, you know, got these multi-night uh, engagements. And there's some truth to that. But as uh, the Babylon Bee pointed out, uh, it's almost like these these news outlets are admitting that the trickle-down economics that Reagan used to brag about uh, are working, uh, only just this time for Taylor Swift. But if you bring this up to enough people, they'll say, no, that's bullshit. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of funny seeing them uh, talk about, oh, look at this impact that this rich pop star is having on local economies and local restaurants and local hotels. It's like, no kidding. Now, one person who is basically hemorrhaging money or just box office poison would be Ezra Miller. Uh, the Flash, probably one of the biggest bombs in recent memory. And kind of a death nail for the uh, the comic book movie as a profitable um, as a profitable genre. By the way, they're talking about how the Marvels for Disney is shaping up to be a big box office loss for them. So, uh, way to go, Iger. But uh, Ezra Miller is now reportedly done as The Flash with uh, James Gunn rebooting the DCU. And, and and it couldn't have happened to a bigger douchebag. And they kept giving this guy chance after chance after chance. And you had all these bad things happen. And I think the Warner Brothers execs just thought, well, if we don't talk about it, people won't notice. Well, you know, he was already kind of a bad choice, casting choice for Barry Allen to begin with. 
you look at uh, how Barry Allen is drawn and portrayed in the comic books, uh, compare that to the way uh, Ezra Miller portrayed him in the movies, you'll see why, and then you add in all the controversy. Yeah, he was always a bad choice, but uh, this too could be a lesson learned for studio execs. Cast people that actually make the character believable, likable, and if an actor gets in trouble, uh, uh, cut bait with him. But they'll probably find somebody else who's more screwed up in the head than uh, Mr. Miller there. South Park, by the way, um, they are going to be... They're already tweaking critics uh, the wrong way. I guess they get this new event coming out on Paramount+, Plus, uh, where South Park crosses over with the Pandaverse. And basically, uh, the boys are uh, gender-swapped and race-swapped. Basically, with uh, a you know black woman, a Latina woman, and a Native American woman, yeah, uh, they they basically visit the Pandaverse. It's like uh, it, it's funny to see this because uh, the AV Club, which is the uh, legit uh, pop culture critic for uh, the Onion, they're already tired of this. They think uh, that this is a uh, an attack on diversity itself when it, it it's really not. Um, and, and I can almost guess uh, Trey and Matt's take on this pandering. Um, I don't think it's necessarily an attack on diversity itself because, I mean, you already have, you know, quite a few pop culture icons that aren't white dudes. Um, but a lot of people kind of look at, you know, popular characters that happen to be white dudes and they're like, well, let's just, Let's swap them out with somebody who's female. Let's swap them out with somebody who's a you know person of color and all this stuff. Instead of like coming up with uh, a strong female character, that's her own person, or somebody who's black who's his own person, they're basically you know kicking out the white guy uh, from the role, uh, and they're using that role basically to bolster that character, that person. It's it's all it is pandering, and it it, it really. It's it, that's what they're basically making fun out of, but AV thinks that it, it's a an attack on diversity, and a lot of other places will too. And I'm looking at this thinking, well, if, if these uh, critical sites are so pissed off about it, you know that this is going to be effective satire. Uh, but I do have the link up uh, on the, the Mike Davidson Facebook page that talks more about that. Now I did talk uh, quite a bit about Jada and Will and how that's a fake marriage. Uh, last podcast. I don't want to dwell too much on that because uh, the sun does not rise and set in my universe around their planet, basically. But uh, Monday, uh, NBC will have a more in-depth interview with Jada about her new book and, of course, their sham marriage. But it was uh, I was watching uh, Sunday Night Football and a promo for that, that interview came up and you know NBC will let... Jada Smith, or Jada Pinkett, speak her truth on today. Speak her truth. Okay. There's give your side of the story, but there's no speak her truth. There's no speak his truth. There's the truth, and then there's bullshit. But there's also perspective. And and to say her truth and his truth kind of dilutes the whole meaning of the word truth. Because truth is an honest account. The honest account of what happened as opposed to an opinion. And she's probably one of the most manipulative actresses in Hollywood, from what I can tell. 
why do I care about her truth? But then again, uh, this show, uh, this interview will be aired as uh, anybody with uh, any critical thinking will be at their jobs. Well, not me, because I got one more day of vacation, that being Monday, and I plan on doing things not involving network television. Maybe I'll stream something. Maybe I'll pop something into the DVD player. By the way, uh, Best Buy announced over the weekend that it is done with DVDs and Blu-rays. They will discontinue selling DVDs and Blu-rays in early 2024, just in time for Christmas to wrap up. They're probably going to use the holiday season to blow a lot of that stuff off the shelves. But with streaming and everything, I mean, that's uh, that, that too antiquated. Kind of sad to see that go. Uh, a little bit, um, but I, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today. Uh, Best Buy used to have tons of CDs, tons of CDs, and uh, at one point in the '90s, one out of every four CDs bought in the United States were bought at Be uh, Best Buy, and it had a huge music selection, huge. And then it just kind of became a best of dusty shelf, and then just it albums went away which is sad I you know and it's been years since I've even tried going out looking for uh, any sort of music because <laughs> you can stream that stuff now and now it's the same thing with movies it's a little sad but uh, that doesn't mean uh, movie business uh, is going uh, going away from brick and mortar entirely we still have movie theaters and you have Netflix looking to pursue stores in 2024 like uh, you know the Netflix experience where you can you know sit watch shows eat at restaurants buy the stuff buy the crap yeah Netflix expects you the uh, the viewer who sits at home to avoid people and watch your programming to go out and visit one of their gift shops I'm not sure how this is gonna work as a concept that was that, that that's basically what killed Best, uh, not Best Buy. Well, in a way, it did kind of. It is kind of killing Best Buy. But I was thinking Blockbuster Video. Uh, but but the whole thing with streaming is getting away from the brick and mortar business model and having all the physical media that you once had condensed into some third party server. Um, not sure how that's going to work out, but I'm sure that it will uh, raise 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 your streaming rates just a little bit. Okay, uh, the stuff with Israel and uh, Hamas and all that, that's getting kind of dicey. Uh, real quick, I, I will say kudos to Ron DeSantis for uh, somehow figuring out how to get, uh, I think, about 260 Americans out of Israel, Israel and back home. I, uh, you know, I just saw that tonight uh, because that is a scary situation. You're over there visiting family. Uh, you're on vacation. Lo and behold, uh another another step closer to world war three erupts and you do want to go home and you miss home and you can't well you can now so uh, congrats to him and thanks uh thanks to him and congrats to the people that got to be flown home because of that but already some people are uh, bitching about it uh they're wondering why they're not doing that for you know Pal americans in palestine and it's like well dude it's uh they're they're harboring hamas what can i say um and the the day of jihad, which happened this past Friday, um, not not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but basically, you know, leaders from Hamas called for people who support Palestine to go out and protest and support Palestine. And you know, not, nothing bad, nothing too bad happened here stateside. Uh, 
but it's just an overwhelming number of people that are throwing in with uh, what Hamas said in terms of demonstrations is is a little nerve-wracking. Gotta be honest. In fact, there was a protest of like 50,000 people for Palestine uh, on the streets of London. Uh, there, The riots did get a little out of hand in Paris, some of these protests that were pro-Palestinian. They had to break out the fire hoses and you know there's been some skirmishes and some shouting on college campuses here stateside but again you know when i was bitching about tom uh tom morello giving crap to hollywood celebrities for trying to be pro-israel when uh, you know when they say you know we shouldn't be doing this when kids are being massacred when he's promoting you know free palestine after 1200 israelis got butchered that is to me just breathtakingly obtuse and it's uh, it is a scary situation. I don't think in all my years. I mean, I'm only 43. It's not like you know I'm 86. Uh, but you know, in all my life, I don't recall seeing this much anti-Semitism ever. And thankfully, nothing got too out of hand stateside here. But I mean, when does that next shoe drop? Everybody's on edge. Um, understood. Uh, so much so, I think this was uh, out of Panama. This flight was heading toward uh, Florida. They had to make a U-turn because they thought they found a, a bomb in an airplane bathroom. It turned out to be an adult diaper that was dis, uh, disregarded. Uh, better safe than sorry, I'm guess. But I, 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 how do you mistaken a bomb or, or a diaper for a bomb? There might be some uh, telltale, uh, telltale signs. That it's not a bomb. Like, this thing already went off, if you know what I mean. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess it really depends on how the diaper was wrapped and if they left it in the toilet or something. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it was. Is like somebody just wrapped it up, taped it up, and was like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to deal with it. Just left it floating in the toilet. And somebody just lost their crap and had to tell somebody about it. All right. Um, I'm a homeowner, and... You know, it's it's nice to have my own home. It's nice not to share a wall or a ceiling or a floor with somebody. And, you know, over the weekend, being in a hotel room with my kids is a nice reminder of that. Um, but I guess over in Europe, aside from the protests, uh, one of the big things has been an outbreak of bed bugs. And I guess it's real bad in some spots. And what better place to go to for advice sane reasonable advice on how to live your best life ever than to go to tiktok right what better place i have this linked up on the mike davidson facebook page there is a tiktok video making the rounds saying that if you mix uh essential oils certain essential oils together and you, you pour them in your mattresses and uh, on fabrics and whatnot and around certain outlets that this will kill bed bugs, make the place smell better, and uh, you'll be living your best life. Uh, health experts and uh, firefighters are warning against this because if you're a smoker or if you're cooking and a spark ignites somehow... Uh, your place could catch on fire because of these essential oils. 
Yeah, they, they're saying this crazy idea helps against bed bugs, and it's called cleaning your damn apartment. And, you know, being clean, cleanliness, cleanliness in general, washing your hands, washing your face, you know, vacuuming, mopping, and all that stuff. Essential oils don't do crap. You know how it is, man. You work a line in a warehouse or factory, and you stand next to the guy that goes for patchouli oil instead of, you know, showering and deodorant. There's only, you know, granted, he doesn't ignite and spontaneously combust, but there's only so much essential oils can do when it comes to, to being clean or at least giving off that uh, illusion of being clean. And again, this is why I'm glad I don't live in an apartment because there might be somebody on the other side of the wall being that stupid. All right, um, so PTA meetings get very interesting. You see the viral videos, uh, especially during and after the pandemic. And just about anything now can set somebody off. Uh, There's a father in Arizona that was upset about the dress code and lack thereof, saying, you know, we shouldn't be able to see the kids' underwear. We shouldn't, you know, we should, there should be a little more uh, modesty for guys and gals when they dress and go to high school because you know that when they graduate you know they're going to go in the real world get jobs you know and he's got a point you don't have to be a suit and tie but you know you have to kind of carry yourself with some dignity and self-respect it's just uh, the way he went about talking about it to the pta was a little unusual because while he was addressing them and yes this too on the mike davidson facebook page uh, he took off his shirt and pants and he was in a pair of uh, jean shorts, some Daisy Dukes and a halter top he's now a teacher no he's not a teacher uh, <laughs> you know because uh, you know, there's some freaks that become teachers but uh, he himself was not asked to be a teacher but you know there, there's some people that are like oh, what point are you making here guy what do you like doing in your spare time um, it, you can almost make too much of a point to the, where the point itself is satirical and I think he would have been better off not dressing like that because now he's a viral video and a potential Halloween costume remember if uh, you're struggling to find something and you don't want to be Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey or Barbie uh, it can be um, overzealous PTA dead this year just you know, find yourself a halter top and some Daisy Dukes okay uh, new study out saying uh, potato chips, ice cream, tasty, delicious, just as addictive as cocaine. Yeah, as cocaine because of certain chemicals put in potato chips and ice cream. And there is an addictiveness to these food items, no doubt. I'm sure that uh, these manufacturers of these foodstuffs do do things to make it more addictive to people. But... I don't think I've ever seen anybody uh, pawn a television just to get a bag of ruffles. Maybe prostitute themselves out. No, I haven't seen that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's addictive, but I don't know if it's that addictive. You know, like, there are people that will prostitute themselves out for cocaine, crack, heroin, meth, whatever, or break into people's homes. Uh, I've never seen anybody try to hotwire a car so they can, you know, <laughs> so they can turn around, and make a profit, and get some rocky road. That's just not how that works. 
at all. Um, okay, so the common European female frog. Another study, another scientific thing. Um, sometimes she's just not in the mood. It happens. Uh, but rather than tell her partner, uh, I have a headache, she will fake being dead to avoid sex. That a new study, yeah. Um, that is the ultimate in ghosting. It really is. Because, uh, you know, you, you don't want to talk to somebody. You don't want to be involved with somebody. You just ignore them. This, she's gone... I, now, she fakes being dead. I don't think she fakes her death. Like, you know, she fakes being dead, but it's not like, okay, I'm going to pretend, I'm going to throw a mannequin off a cliff uh, that's on fire, and he'll think I'm dead forever. He just, I, I'm going to play dead like a dog. Interesting tactic. Speaking of dead, um, there's a mortuary assistant who's now in trouble. Uh, if this is not on the Mike Davidson Facebook page, it will be soon. Uh... Apparently, they went to an apartment where a guy died. And when um, they went there, they found a blow-up doll. The mortuary assistant said, uh, yeah, I I think we need to take this back for evidence. They're like, no, leave it. You don't need to do it. He came back and said, yeah, we need to swab it. And the, uh, the landlord said, no, you don't. You don't have a warrant. He goes, I'll get a warrant. The mortuary assistant then came back, broke into the apartment, deadbolted it, and proceeded to have sex with the guy, the dead guy's blow-up doll, and got caught. And it's one of the creepiest things ever. And you gotta, you gotta wonder how they're gonna handle the will reading of this guy, who gets the blow-up doll, and who's responsible for cleaning this thing. I mean, isn't that the one of the things you worry about? Uh, anybody that's like hardcore into porn, you know, when they die, I mean, God, I hope nobody looks at my browser history on my phone or my laptop and hear this dude croaks, he's got a blow-up doll in there, and it's just like, hey, if you're not using it, yeah, uh, which makes you wonder what people will do with your laptop and phone once you die. I mean, it's not like you have any hang-ups, it's not like you have to worry about your reputation anymore. It's just that you might have friends that are more freakier than you, if not equal. So, all right, with that all said and done, I'm done. Until next time, stay fresh. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live.